As you saw in the title and the description, we are talking about what to do when you don't know what to do. <laughs> like, have you ever been in those moments where it's like, I, I don't know. We're going to talk about it today. It's going to be great. As you're hopping on, comment, tell us who you are, so that way we can say hi to you. Often at this time, we get new people on. And if you're watching in the replay, say hi to us there too, and we will respond just so that way we can we can make little Lunch Plus community family. It's it's really cool. We have people yeah. watching from all over this country, mm -hmm. in different countries. We'll have people hop on from Africa, from just a whole bunch of different places because God is good. The word is universal, yeah. and we want to know who we're talking to today. Marky says hello. Hello, Marky. Hello, hello Marky. I don't know why I felt the need to copy you right there. Sometimes when I hear someone do something different with their voice, I try to replicate it because I'm like, that sounds different. Let so me try. That's basically what happened. <laughs> that sounds fun. It wasn't mocking. Kelly Berardi says, hi. Good to see you, Kelly. Good to see everyone else that is on right now. Yeah. Jose, Billy Joe, Holly, Kelly. I uh, already said hi to Kelly, but we'll Serena. say Serena. My wife is here. Hi, wife. Yep. She's a good one. Mm -hmm. William Kyle says, hello. You guys are awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. That wasn't I planned. It it's true. You did. You won that but one. Good to see everyone watching right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a good word for you today. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. So today we're talking about what do you do when you don't know what to do? Yeah. Um, I'm telling you from experience. We've, we've all been in those positions when maybe there's a situation or a circumstance that, sure. that rose up in life or, or, or may, maybe something just kind of blindsided you and, and, you're, and you're at this place where you're, honestly you just have no idea what to do. Like yeah. we've all been in those positions. And uh, the greatest thing, the greatest part of that, you know, I mean not saying that those situations are great, but the greatest thing is we have a word that gives yeah. us instruction on what do we do in these situations? What yeah. can we do? in these circumstances because when when our brain gets foggy when when it gets fuzzy or when we just get overwhelmed by yeah. by certain issues or certain situations and certain circumstances in life yeah. it can be really easy to to just get to a point where you just kind of stop everything um, and, and so what we're going to be talking about today is, you know, setting up things that become your default, yeah. you know, like when I don't know what to do, this is going to be what I do. You know, mm -hmm. when, I, when, when I don't know what the answer is, I know that there's at least one thing that I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Um, I know that there's at least one thing that can, um, that, that I can default to that's based on the word because everything we do has to be rooted and founded in yeah. the word. Um, and, and we're going to be talking about that today, and I'm actually really excited about it. Yeah. Um, and so, so let's let's look at, like, if you're good to jump in. Yeah, go. Um, let's jump in to First Thessalonians chapter five. I want you guys to put this in the comments. First Thessalonians chapter five. Uh, we'll look at verse sixteen, and, and I, I believe this is where the Lord wants us to start today. So this is second or first Thessalonians chapter 5 starting at verse 16 we'll read verse 16 um, and uh, verse 16 17 and 18 and this is what it says it says uh, rejoice always mm -hmm. pray without ceasing yeah and in everything give thanks for this yeah. is God's will for you in Christ Jesus so what is God's will for us in every situation, in every circumstance, in those moments when we have no idea what to do? Yeah. What, is, what should our default response be? Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything, give thanks. G giving thanks yeah. is, is such a huge thing you know, for us to do in those moments when we have absolutely no idea yeah. what to do. 
I mean, you, what, what do you see Job do, right? He lost everything. Talk about like an overwhelming situation. A servant comes up to him and says, hey, Job, just want to let you know uh, that all of your money is gone, essentially, yeah. you know, because that's where their wealth was, was in their flocks and their yeah. herds. Uh, and, and, I'm the, and all your shepherds are also gone, too. They all died. I'm the only one that survived to tell you. You know, and then he left before he finished talking. Another one came. Hey, Job, just wanted to let you know all your family's dead, like except your wife. Sure. You know, like all your children. And she was a peach. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. The only one that survived was, the. you know, anyway. Um, So so he like this servant comes. Hey, all your kids are dead. You know, the ones that you worry about and pray about and and give offerings for and, and all that stuff. They're all gone. So like. And then, and then before they finished talking, another servant came and said, hey, all this other stuff is gone, you know? Yeah. And so talk about a situation where anyone in all of Scripture yeah. could, be, could be in a position where, like, what in the world am I supposed to do right now? Yeah. And what did he do? The Bible says he fell to his knees, looked up into the skies, and began to worship God. Mm-hmm. He began to worship God, and that was his default. His default was, I don't understand anything that's happening right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this is happening. I don't know what I should be doing, but I know this because the Bible says that Job was blameless. Yeah. He, because he was blameless, he knew my response to this situation needs to be worship. And, yeah. that's, what, and that's what he did. He worshiped God. Uh, then he started saying dumb things, but in the end, he, he came back to God and God restored him because God, through all of it, God saw his heart. Yeah. Well, and it's important before we ever get into a situation, pastor was talking mm. about this on Monday about, um, not being apathetic, but mm. getting prepared ahead yeah. of time yeah. before we ever arrive in a situation where we don't know what to do right now. Like maybe you're in one, but maybe you're not. And you're listening to this and it's like, well, I'm, I'm at a pretty good place right now. Things are hunky-dory. That's terrific. We talked a couple days ago with Pastor about how there will be times where our flesh believes that we're suffering. Like there will be times where we are faced with an opportunity and where persecutions come. Before we ever arrive to that place, we need to know that we know that we know that God is good and his mercy endures forever. Yeah. No matter what situation, Kevin just put it in, Lord, you're good and your mercies endure forever. The Lord is good and he's for you. Mm -hmm. He's for you. You know, he tells us in the word that he will never, ever allow us to face a situation that we're not able to go through. Yeah. Never. And pastor says it this way. The Lord always leads us to increase. Mm -hmm. Every single opportunity in front of us is leading us to increase. Yeah. Whether we understand it or not, mm-hmm. that's who God is. He's the yeah. God of increase. Mm-hmm. So if we're facing a situation, that's God's intention is for us yeah. to go higher. The worst that a Christian can do yeah. when faced with an obstacle is go through at the same level than they were going into it. That's yeah. the worst that could happen for us. At God's best, he wants us to increase. Mm-hmm. So when before we ever get into a situation, there, there has to be that resolve mm-hmm. in our spirit yeah. that God is for me. Mm-hmm. God is good. I wouldn't be facing this if I wasn't able to not only get through it, yeah. but to get through it and prosper through it. Yeah. And so often it feels like we don't know what to do. But here's the thing that's looking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't have to know what to do. God has to be the one. God's the one with the solution. Mm-hmm. He knows every single thing ahead of time. He knows how it's going to play out. We don't need to. 
We know that it's going to be for our good, for our benefit. God knows. We, our knowledge is God is good. He's for me and his plans are for me to prosper. That's what we need to know. God has the what's, the how's, the when's, the why's. He's got all of that himself. But our confidence first has to be in that God is a good God, always leading us to triumph. And when it feels like that pressure is coming, when we're pressed, what comes out is that revelation. No, my God loves me. He is for me. He is good. I can stay in perfect peace. I can be there. But it starts with that knowing on the Mm -hmm. inside of us that God loves me Mm -hmm. and he's for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good, you know, kind of what you were talking about. It's important for us to prepare ourselves, you know. Now you might be in the middle of a situation that just seems overwhelming and you're thinking to yourself, how in the world can I give thanks in this? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like you can start even right now what we're talking about, but if you're not in a situation or a circumstance, begin to do what we're talking about now. Cause it doesn't say when you're in the midst of things, give thanks. It doesn't say when everything's going well, give thanks. Yeah. And and I, you know, I think it's good to clarify. It doesn't say for everything, give thanks. So I'm not going to give thanks that, that my family died and all this horrible stuff's going on. I'm not giving thanks for that. I'm giving thanks in that yeah. uh, because I recognize, hey, my God's good. That what, what I'm seeing right now, um, you know, what I'm seeing right now might be confusing. I might not understand it, but there's one thing that I do know, and it's that my God's good. Yeah. So like, you know, in our preparation, we need to just constantly be yeah. giving thanks in everything. Give thanks. Yeah. You know, in every situation, give thanks. When we're driving down the road, give thanks. When we're, when, you know, as you wake up in the morning, thank you father for a new day, you know, yeah. like putting our, like making Thanksgiving, not just something that we do, but a part of yeah. who we are, you know, and, and, and one of the ways we can do that is to always be praying in the spirit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, go. Were you going to go into that? Because because uh, the Bible says when you pray in the Spirit, you give thanks well. Yeah. One of the things that I've noticed is like over the last year where I started making it a point to pray in the Spirit more, all of a sudden I, I, no- I noticed myself more and more and more just randomly just like as I'm driving down the street, thank you, Lord. Like, th- like Thanksgiving just starts coming out of yeah. my spirit. Like just... Uh, kind of as a result of me me intentionally just, all right, I, like I want to pray in the spirit more and more and more and more. Yeah. And as I do that, Thanksgiving just begins to co- come out of me. You yeah. know, it just begins to come out of my mouth at random moments. I just began to th- thank the Lord. And that's kind of what he's talking about. Because like we, we might think to ourselves, like, how can I pray without ceasing? Yeah. Like how, how in the world can I can I always be praying? Well, praying is, is communion. You yeah. Know? So like I, I could, I could just be giving thanks and just be like resting in his presence. Yeah. You know, that's, that's praying. That's being, being in his presence. It's being in communion with him. And as I do that, Thanksgiving ultimately is going to come out because I know, because as I do that, I know his character more, which is what yeah. you were talking about. Know his character. He is good. He's fighting on your, on your behalf. He's working all things together for your good. What, what's my response when I truly get a revelation of that? Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. You know, thank you, Father. Th- this situation might look awful, but Father, thank you, Lord, because you work all things together for my good. You yeah. can take whatever the enemy might be trying to throw into my life. You can take that and turn it for my good. So, Father, yeah. thank you that you lead me in triumph. Thank you that you give me wisdom. And, and Thanksgiving comes out because we know yeah. that, that's, that's what God wants for us. Well, and, you know, whether it's, you have an opportunity that's facing you right now and it just it just seems bad or you just truly you you feel confused in your mind the word tells us that our responsibility is to guard our hearts and that's one of the things that a lack of um 
peace tries to do is it tries to grate that hope away. See, yeah. and, and that may seem like I'm going on a totally different thing, but Thanksgiving is that key to ensure that we stay in the place of hope, mm -hmm. that our minds and our hearts are guarded. See, anytime we are in a situation where it's like, I'm so confused, I don't know what to do, or I'm in this pressurized situation, like mm -hmm. I, I don't know how to react right now, a lot of times it's that hope that tries to get stolen yeah. and it just kind of grates, you know, that's what the word tells us that the enemy tried to do with Paul when he was on the boat with all the people. Mm -hmm. Like the enemy slowly came to grate away their hope. Mm -hmm. And you see it in the word, like in second Corinthians where it's talking about giving thanks. <laughs> uh, they're spreading, uh, you know, spreading more and more people so that they can cause the giving of thanks, you know, it, they're talking about Thanksgiving. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart, but through our outer, but though our outer man is decaying, our inner man is being renewed day by day. They keep giving thanks. And he's talking about momentary light affliction. Paul went through some stuff. Mm -hmm. Like Paul went through some junk. And yeah. yet he's saying, I'm not losing heart. I'm mm -hmm. not losing heart no matter what I'm seeing, what I'm facing, what I'm experiencing. I'm not losing it. And another way we can say it is we're not losing hope. We don't lose hope. In the middle of, I don't know what to do, we have a hope that's yeah. sure. We mm -hmm. have a foundation that yeah. is eternal, that can't be shaken. See, when our hope is in ourselves, or it's in other people, or it's in circumstances, then our hope can be stolen in a minute. Yeah. Like, and mm -hmm. everything in this world is temporal. So mm -hmm. if we're placing our hope on people, even the best people, like, I love our pastors. I love my husband. Like I, I love our team that we have here, but my hope isn't in Buddy. My hope's not in Marky or Abby or our tech crew. It's not even in pastor. If my hope is in pastor, pastor's a man. He has a, the potential to miss it. So if I put him on the throne in my life and any, anything he does, negatively like if he ever were to miss it it would destroy me mm -hmm. he can't be the person that i place all my hope in yeah. my hope is in the lord he does not disappoint hope in christ does not disappoint put yeah. that in the comments hope in christ does not disappoint mm -hmm. it doesn't so how can we ensure in the middle of i don't know what to do that we're not losing hope i'm so glad you asked philippians 4 it's the thankfulness chapter mm -hmm. like there are quite a few places in the word that are like keys on thanksgiving yeah. philippians 4 is one of them it's saying before you ever get into think on this stuff he says be anxious for nothing yeah. you know even before that it says um rejoice in the lord always always, yeah. always, mm -hmm. always rejoice, yeah. whether it feels good, whether it doesn't, whether yeah. you want to, whether you don't rejoice, always, yeah. always mm -hmm. be anxious for nothing, nothing. Even when you don't know what to do, be anxious for nothing. God knows he has a solution. You are going through and get that on the inside of you. Yeah. Put it in the comments. I'm going through no matter what I've been facing. I'm going through. And, and the more you say it, the more it becomes, the more it becomes real on the inside of you. And it's not just, I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And I've been there where that's how I've started. I am going through. Mm -hmm. I'm going through going through but now it's alive no 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 yeah. we're going through this yeah. thing so it says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving mm -hmm. thanksgiving mm -hmm. 
So you're praying yeah. with thanksgiving. You're rejoicing with thanksgiving. What happens? Let your request be made known, be made known to God. And the peace of God, mm -hmm. that thanksgiving equates to peace. You start with thanksgiving, it'll lead you into the place of peace. And it says the peace of God that surpasses all comprehension will guard your heart and your mind. It'll guard it. Yeah. It'll guard it. See, that's we haven't been thankful, yeah. so we haven't had peace, mm -hmm. and then we haven't been guarded. And it's like crud yeah. just starts coming. But when yeah. we arm ourselves with thanksgiving, we're arming ourselves and guarding ourselves yeah. against a grading away of the hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you look at this, you know, right before it said, it, be anxious for nothing. What does it say? The Lord is near. Yeah. You know. Like, why can we be anxious for nothing? Because we know God's here. Mm -hmm. We know God's in it. And all, yeah. if and if we know that God's here, we don't have to be anxious for nothing, but we can pray, seek his face, yeah. give him thanks. And what we're doing is we're making him the source. Because yeah. And you can put this in the comments. If I don't know what to do, God knows what to do. Yeah. You know, if I don't know what to do, God knows what to do. He, he always has an answer. He, al he always knows what's going on. And so, and so why, why can we be anxious for nothing? Because we know that the Lord is near. We know God is here. Yeah. We know God is working away, you know, and all I have to do is come to him, rely on him, enter into fellowship with him. And as I enter into fellowship with him, yeah. what, what's going to happen? Answers are going to come. Yeah. God's going to begin to move. God's going to begin to work on my behalf because God, the Bible says, uh, you know, you, you read this in, uh, in the book of Psalms, you know, that God hears the cries of the righteous and he delivers them from all their de yeah, destruction. all of it. Yeah, I believe that's Psalm 34. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, the Lord listens to the cry of the righteous and he will deliver them from all their troubles, from all their destruction, from, from all of it. Yeah. From all of it. And that's who God is. He, he's one who delivers us from everything that yeah. we might face. That, that when, we, when we come up to this giant and we might yeah. be, man, how, how am I ever going to do this? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Now, God knows what to do. If I don't know what to do, God knows what to do. And yeah. all we have to do is ask. Because James chapter 1 says it very clearly. And uh, I'll just turn there real quick. James chapter 1. Um, James chapter 1. Well, and as you're turning yeah. there, you just said um, you just said the word cry. And really quickly, what the Lord brought to me mm -hmm. is so often when we read that word cry, like the Lord hears the cries, mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean mourning. It doesn't necessarily mean like you're wailing and it's like, I'm crying here. Mm -hmm. Like that's not necessarily what he's talking yeah. about. There's a victory cry. Yeah. Like there's a cry of Thanksgiving. Like you mm -hmm. hear it at football games and in stadiums when yeah. a concert's about to start and yeah. some, and a band that you're so excited to see live before they even hit the stage. There's like a, a cry for them. Like, have you ever been there? Like maybe at a Panthers game where the Panthers, like they start cheering for them. Mm -hmm. At your favorite concert, they start yeah. cheering. That's a cry of expectation. Yeah. What's about yeah. to happen is going to be so good. Yeah. So even though our flesh may feel yeah. like it's in anguish, the cry that comes out of the believer is yeah. not this mournful, wailing, yeah. gnashing of teeth. It's a cry of mm -hmm. expectation because our God is going to yeah. come through. Mm -hmm. Our God, our hope in God will never disappoint. So yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean like mm -hmm. you have to get to the place of mourning. No, mourning yeah. leads to a demonic stuff. If you stay in that mm -hmm. place, it's not good. We need to get to the place yeah. where our cry is a cry of thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, and just to bring some context to those verses yeah. in particular, like t tell me if this sounds like 
um, crying, weeping, wailing. Like, God, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, this is Psalm 34, 1 through 3. This is, the, this is where he's prefacing all this. He says, uh, I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. Yep. You know, his praise, not me complaining about my issues or my problems or my struggles. No, yeah. his praise will continually be in my mouth. Just yeah. put that in the comments. His praise will continuously be in my mouth. Yeah. He says this, my soul, so he's saying mind, will, emotions, my soul will make, will make its boast in the Lord. Yeah. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let's exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. Yeah. They looked to him and were radiant uh, and their faces will never be ashamed. So that doesn't sound like weeping, wailing, no. crying, stuff like that. Like I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Um, Verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous. Yeah. His ears are open to their cry. His face, the face of the Lord is against evildoers. Uh, verse 17, the righteous cry and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. Mm -hmm. so, so basically what he's saying, well, he even says the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So even if we're crushed in spirit, the Lord will still deliver us. Yeah. But, but all in context, he's not saying we need to be weeping, wailing, crying yeah. out. But he's saying, are, are you like, in, is your spirit man... Man, like, does it seem like the enemy's been grating away? Does it seem like every, your flesh might be yeah. freaking out? You know, even in those moments, what I'm going to do is I'm going to exalt the Lord at yeah. all times. I'm going to tell my mind, my will, my emotions to exalt the Lord. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to get delivered. And then verse 19, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Yeah. So that that's, uh, that's, that's you know, the context of all those verses is, is whenever I call out on God, when, whenever I cry out to him in a, in a no, in a victorious cry, I know my God's going to make a way for me. Yeah. I know God's going to work it out. Man, that's when, that's when I know he will deliver me from all my troubles, yeah. from all my distresses, from all my fears, from all my afflictions. He's going to deliver me because yeah. that's who he is. Yeah. Well, there was a, a time here at the church a couple of years ago. I was in prayer one day and the Lord showed me this vision and I, this isn't the place to go into all of it, but basically what I saw was a spirit of self pity and I watched it and the Lord showed me that that self pity will literally take you to the place of hell. Like, so when we're in that situation, what does our flesh want to do? It wants to look at the perceived suffering like pastor was talking about in first Peter four. Mm -hmm. It wants to look at the thing that looks hard. It wants mm -hmm. to look at the confusion. Yeah. It wants to look at all the unknowns, yeah. all of the pity me stuff of, I mm -hmm. don't know. I don't think it could ever get better. Why God would you let this happen yeah. to me? And Here's the thing. I get that stuff. I've done that stuff, but it literally led me into the place of depression yeah. when I did that stuff. I was under such bondage for so long because all I did, Marky put it earlier, I didn't necessarily want to be thankful, but I never had peace either. Mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't want to be thankful in those moments, but then I was at, in such a place of depression and mm -hmm. darkness that it seemed like yeah. I was buried underneath a hole that somebody had filled in and there was no way out of it. Mm -hmm. But God gave us yeah. keys with thanksgiving, with setting our minds thanksgiving. Like we said, it guards our hearts. It guards our minds. Mm -hmm. And what does a thief want to do? John 10, 10, steal, kill, destroy. That's all he mm -hmm. wants to do. Yeah. And he will take any opportunity that he's allowed to take and try to do that. But when, you know, you go to Philippians, Real quick, we were there a second ago. I know you're in James. But in Philippians chapter 1, doo, 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 I was reading it this morning. And 
It says one verse 28, well, 27. It says, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And then you go into verse 28. In no, being no way alarmed by your opponents. So he's saying, don't be alarmed when an opposition comes. Don't be alarmed by them. But here's what he says about it. It's a sign of destruction for them. When we're not alarmed, but when we're guarded, when we choose to be in a position of guarding our minds, it's a sign of destruction Mm -hmm. for any opposition that goes against it. Because what what an enemy wants to do is shake us, get us off balance. Any good fighter, that's what they want to do is they want to get their opponent off balance Mm -hmm. because if they're off balance, they have an edge on them. So that's what the enemy wants to do is get us off so that way we're wavering and then he can knock us down because we're not planted. But if we don't waver, if we stand, it's a sign of destruction. It says it's a sign of destruction for them, but it's a sign of salvation for you. So when we choose to stand and not be alarmed, but have guarded minds, guarded hearts, and with thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. enter into the presence of God, oh, it's a sure sign to your enemy that they're about to lose because it's a sign to God that you're about to win. You're taking him by the hand, you're employing his his ways, and he's about to exalt you because those who honor him, he honors. Yeah, amen. So so going back to James, what is he saying? He says, if you lack wisdom, ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to mm-hmm. him. What, what's, what's he talking about right now? In context, he's talking about when you're facing a trial, when yeah. you're facing something that seems big, when, it, when you're facing something that seems like, how am I going to do this? No, when you're in God, when you're yeah. in Christ, no matter what you're facing, strengthening yourself in him, yeah. that's, what he's, that's what the context he's saying. No, don't Consider joy when you face these trials. Yeah. Why? Because God's getting ready to, to bring perfection in you. Is, yeah. is essentially the what those verses mean. God's perfecting you. God's working it out. God's doing it. And, and he says, but if you lack wisdom, you know, um, if you don't understand what's happening right now, ask God, he'll give it to you. Yeah. That's literally what this verse is saying. Ask God for wisdom. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll give you all the wisdom you need in those moments. Yeah. He'll give you exactly what you need to know. And if it's like Job, where God's just saying, hey, understand that I'm working it out. You know, right. God will give you what you need. He'll give you the wisdom that you need. And you can strengthen yourself in that yeah. because you recognize, you know, I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to get yeah. into self-pity. Um, I, I heard someone saying, you know, when Jesus or when when Jesus was telling the disciples, hey, hey, I'm going to be uh, we're going to go into Jerusalem I'm, and I'm going to be uh, crucified and, not, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Uh, I, I heard someone saying that when Peter turned, turned him, grabbed him and said, he said, far be it from you, Lord. Uh, the what 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 I heard it taught was that um, what he was actually saying in the Greek was pity yourself, mm-hmm. pity yourself. And what was Jesus's response? You can put it in the comments. How did Jesus respond when his disciple told him to pity himself, to get into a position of self-pity? What was Jesus' response? Uh, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. Get behind me, Satan. Why? Because that's a demonic it is. thing. When, 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 uh, when situations come up and we just want to take on self-pity, it's not a thing that God wants us to do. Mm-mm. What does God want us to do? Turn to the source. Yeah. Turn to the pioneer and perfect of our faith. Yeah. You know, turn to him and recognize that he's got it under control. He's yeah. going to work my faith. He's going he's gonna to pioneer and perfect it. I'm yeah. going to keep my eyes on him and recognize he's got it. He's yeah. got it. 
You know, he's, he's got it figured out. He's got yeah. it under control. God's not up in heaven, like, scratching his head thinking, how am I going to work this out? Wow, man, this is, this is such a big thing. No, yeah. there's nothing remotely difficult for God. I messed up my hair. But, um, but you, you know, like, God's not up in heaven scratching his he- head, not. like, trying to figure things out. No, the Bible says God's up in heaven laughing at the attacks of the enemy. Why? Because all God has to do is just, and it's gone. Yeah. You know, it's done. Like the, that was breathing. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah, All, he has to just, with the burst of his nostrils, yeah. open the sea, spread open the sea, let the people walk across, and then he's just there having a good old time. You know, as the as the yeah. as the Israelites are walking across, uh, here come the the Egyptians, and God just here. Let me remove that, you know, that axle, and yeah. then all of a sudden they're just falling over themselves. Like God's just here having a good old time. You know, yeah. Like the Israelites are in no danger whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but. But in reality, they just had to recognize, hey, God's got this under control. Yeah. You know, God's got it handled. He's got it figured out. If I don't know what to do, God knows what to do. All yeah. I have to do is uh, James 1, 5. If, if I lack wisdom and I don't know what to do, I'll just ask God and he'll give it to me freely. And he won't rebuke me for asking. He'll yeah. give me the wisdom I need when I need it. And, and that, that alone can give me such peace. Yeah. And it's a decision. Yeah. Like it's an intentional decision to put on Thanksgiving. See, if we don't decide to do it, it's not just going to come out of us. Like, have you ever been around a kid who was never raised to be thankful or to use manners and you give them a present? I, I have so many times actually. And you give them something and they like just open it and move on to the next thing. They don't acknowledge like the giver of the gift. It's like they open it. They may be excited for a second and then they just move on. There's n- it, it's not Thanksgiving that comes out of them. It's not a natural response for our flesh to be thankful. Yeah. It, it's not. Sure. But it's a decision that the believer can choose to abide in. Mm-hmm. See, it is part of who we are. When we are born again, thanksgiving is very much a part of our spirit, man. But we have to choose to put that fruit on. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to come out of us yeah. all of the time. It's a decision. Mm-hmm. And so before the broadcast started, Pastor called for um, a couple of minutes just to kind of check in. And he told me that if if the Lord kind of opened up the opportunity for it, we could share um, just that he had had an opportunity yesterday. There was a situation that came up, a, a high-pressure one, and sight-wise, it didn't look great. Like, with your eyes, it didn't look like a good situation. Yeah. It looks like a very high emotional situation. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? You're in it. It, it comes. What do you do? And I was talking to Marky about it because it was something that impacted the family. And Marky shared with me that what they did, pastor sent everyone inside and was like, we're going to pray. We're going to sing praises. We're going to put on Thanksgiving until the peace of God comes. And that's what they did. They prayed. They praised him. They put on Thanksgiving until that peace of God came. And when the peace of God came, when the room was peaceful, when they had that peace, he opened the door to go speak to the situation that was happening. And the Lord had already started to work 
in that situation. Yeah. Like what they were praying and asking the Lord for and thanking him for it had already started to manifest because yeah. he's good, but they needed to choose to put it yeah. on intentionally. Because yeah. if you're in those situations that all of a sudden those high pressure things that pastor was talking about a couple days ago, and we don't know the key to it is abiding in a place of peace, then we'll end up responding out of pressure. Mm-hmm. And if we're, res- if we are reacting out of, we're not responding, we're reacting. If we're reacting out of pressure, yeah. then all we're doing is we're letting our flesh in control. Yeah. Reaction is not the same as a response. Yeah. A response is a choice. A mm-hmm. reaction is like this gut fast thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But when we take a minute, choose to let God be God. Yeah. God honors those who honor him. He is faithful. Abby just put it. God is faithful yeah. every single time. Mm-hmm. Every time God yeah. honors his word, mm-hmm. but he also honors his people. Yeah. God is a covenant God. Mm-hmm. So when we lean on him, we are allowing him to inject himself into the situation. Yeah. And that peace is what leads us. The children mm-hmm. of God are led by the spirit of God and the spirit of God is peace. He's a yeah. peaceful God mm-hmm. and he'll lead us by his peace. In the yeah. middle of a storm, we are led by peace. We've got a yeah. supernatural umbrella over us. Mm-hmm. So the storm could be raging, but it won't touch us because we have the peace that covers us if we choose to stay there. Yeah. But we choose whether we're under the umbrella mm-hmm. or if we move out from under the umbrella. Yeah. That's our call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically how we respond to, to these to these moments determines yeah. whether God gets involved or not. Yeah, you know, for sure. Because a lot of times we can we can uh, get our put ourselves in a position where I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to do something. I can't just do nothing. Yeah, I have to do good. something, you know. Yeah. And, and in our flesh, we rise up and we basically take the reins, and we're like, "All right, I'm going to do something because yeah. I have to do something." Yeah. Rather than to step back and be like, "Okay, Lord." What, what are we going to do? You know, yeah. we, I know you're going to work this out, God. What do you want me to do? What are we doing, Lord? You know, because yeah. that's partnership. That's that's uh, uh, that's uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You know, mm-hmm. trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways, acknowledge him. All right, God, what are we doing? You know, what, what's yeah. what's going on? God, what do you want us to do? I'm just going to thank you, and I, and I know we're, we're, you're working this out. I know you're doing this. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to just take the reins. All right, I have to do something. No, I'll... What I have to do is what God's word tells me to do. Yeah. It. W- what is that? Rejoice always. Yep. All right. This isn't a, doesn't feel like a moment of rejoicing in my flesh, but yeah. I, I choose to put on joy. Uh, pray without ceasing. Father, give me wisdom and everything. Give thanks. And I thank you that you're working it out. Yeah. I thank you that you're giving me wisdom. I thank you that you're, that you're blessing us. I thank you that you're, you know, that that's what we need to do. Step back. Like when Jesus faced that situation where they yeah. brought the woman out, you know, like, like if there's any moment where Jesus could in his flesh would be like, what, what, what am I supposed to do in this situation? Sure. It's when they brought the woman who was caught in adultery. The law very clearly says we need to stone her. Sure. Jesus, what do you want to do? Because if he stones her, then everyone's against him. If he doesn't, then, oh, now he's breaking the law, and now we have full reign to stone him. Mm-hmm. You know, basically what they wanted to do was stone Jesus in, this, in that moment. Um, and, you know, some scholars would even say that the, the Pharisees set that woman up sure. specifically for this whole situation. Sure. Wicked people. Anyway. So, uh, so what does, what does Jesus do in that moment? Does he say, all right, I need to do something. I need to come up with a perfect answer. No, he steps back and just starts drawing in the, in the dirt. Yeah. You know, like, like just steps back. All right. Like, Lord, what, what, what are we going to say? Cause the Bible yeah. said, Jesus said, I only say what I hear my father say. So he steps back, just starts drawing in the dirt. Like I'm not, what's he doing? Like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to draw in the sand until yeah. the Lord gives me an answer. All right. Oh, that's okay. Lord. 
he who is without sin cast the first stone. Then they start dropping. Yeah. Like that that's all he needed to do. He did he could not afford to get out of rest, to get into this, oh man, what am I supposed to do? I gotta do something. Uh 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 stoner. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Sure. Like I don't know what I would do in that situation. But like Jesus knew exactly what to do. He stepped back, just like I believe, like he's just seeking the Lord. Okay, Lord, yeah. what are we gonna? What, what are we doing? You know, because because he had that fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Bible says the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove. It never says it went back into heaven. It stayed on him. So okay, Holy Spirit, Father, what are we gonna do? Okay, that, that's good work. Yeah. You know, let's say that. You know, and and that that's how Jesus operated. Yeah. And so in those moments, I need to make a quick decision. Like like th- this situation is happening right right now, right before my eyes. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna step yeah. back. Okay, Lord, what are we doing? What are we gonna do? You know that that's yeah. that's making Him the source. When I say I gotta do something, that's making you the source. But no, I'm gonna step back. God, you're the source. What are we doing? Give me wisdom. Thank you for the wisdom, and he'll give it to you. Yeah, well, this morning, I I was talking to Marky about this earlier as well. I talked to more people than Marky. Marky and I were just chatting this morning. But <laughs> but this morning, I was praying. And have you ever been in a position, I, I'm sure you have, where someone's done something, and it had the opportunity to hurt you, like mm-hmm. to hurt your feelings, to just cross you, offend you? that there was something that happened and I was praying this morning and I've learned because I have not done this right all the time. I haven't. I said earlier, I very much did not always choose Thanksgiving and it would lead me to that place of darkness and offense and frustration. And then here's the thing. If I allow offense in or I allow myself to get to that place, I have to deal with that. Like, it's not like it's a consequenceless decision. Like, you then have to come out of it. So I, praise God, have learned at this point that not being thankful doesn't get to be an option anymore. Mm -hmm. And so something had happened, and I was just praying to the Lord. And I started not necessarily genuinely being thankful, Mm -hmm. um, but like not feeling thankful, I guess is the better way to say that. It's not that I wasn't thankful. I didn't feel thankful, but I started thanking God. And I was like, Lord, thank you for this person. Thank you for who they've been in my life. Thank you for the time and talents and giftings that they've sown into my life. Thank you, Lord, for who, like, for what they've, and the more I kept thanking, you know, the word tells us that if you commit your works, your thoughts will be established. So you may not feel thankful. You may not. Job probably didn't feel thankful, but God honors the steps of the righteous. He honors that decision to be thankful and he'll back it. So in the middle of praying out Thanksgiving, all of a sudden more things started coming up. Like I only had a couple going in, like I'll, I'll be thankful for these two things. I've, I've got two. But then as I started thanking, the Lord brought up more things. You can be thankful for this. You can also be thankful for this. Yeah. You can be thankful for this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the more I did it, the more I realized I have a lot to be thankful for, regardless of what decision or choice or action Mm -hmm. this person may do. There's so much more to be thankful for than there ever was to Mm -hmm. not be. And it it changed in my heart. And and one of the things that pastor said before, thankfulness keeps you in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. Pastor just commented, that's right. Thankfulness is a huge part of our walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. We make major decisions when we aren't constantly in thankfulness. We do. Thankfulness guards our minds, guards our hearts, Mm -hmm. protects us. Mm -hmm. It protects us. Part of that guarding is protecting you from stepping in 
to deception. I was just about to say it, and Pastor put it up. Thankfulness keeps us from from deception. Mm -hmm. It does. It helps keep us from it. Because when we're not thankful, it's really easy to get deceived of, Mm -hmm. well, I should be frustrated with this. Mm -hmm. I should be mad at this. Mm -hmm. I should be offended with this. Mm -hmm. Instead of being guarded, we open ourselves up. But Thanksgiving keeps you in that place Mm -hmm. where God can protect you from from the weapons of the enemy. Yeah, and Thanksgiving keeps your mind on what's true yeah. and honorable mm-hmm. and whatever is right. It sounds like you're reading Philippians 4. Is that where you're reading? That is where I'm Whoa, reading. Whoa, you're reading the verse. Okay. <laughs> um, whatever is true. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, yeah. whatever is right, whatever yeah. is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is anything... <laughs> If there's any excellence, what, did I say that word? No, I just, I always laugh at it because I'm like, instead of reputation, repute. Uh, repute. <laughs> it's a fun um, word. I lost my spot. I'm sorry. Anything right. of excellence. A- of excellence. If anything is wor- if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Yeah. Dwell on these things. And the things that you have learned and received and heard uh, and seen in me, practice these things in the God of peace. Yeah. will be with you. So he's literally saying, these are the things that as we give thanks, you know, as we pray in the spirit, which, which we give thanks well, as we do these things, those, those good, the good and worthy and yeah. honorable and pure and reputable um, <laughs> things, the, those things will begin to enter into our minds more and more and more. That's Philippians yeah. 4. Uh, well, I'll just give you the whole chunk. It's Philippians 4, 6, or actually Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like as we're meditating on those things, yeah. our, our spirit begins to shift. We begin to renew our soul yeah. in that aspect as well. You know, yeah. uh, Romans 12 too, let God transform you by changing the way you think or uh, by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. And uh, as we renew our minds, how do we renew our minds? By changing our words. Yeah. Uh, Creflo Dollar actually has a really good illustration. Um, and I want you guys to do this with me right now. Uh, be In your mind, begin to count from 1 to 20. Just right now, begin to count from 1 to 20. Now say your name out loud. Barrett. All right. What happened to the counting? It stopped. It stopped. You See, when, when certain things yeah. are going on in your mind, when, the second you begin to speak something out, yeah. that has to stop. That's one way that you take thoughts captive. Yep. When the enemy's trying to get you overwhelmed, like there's all these things going on. Now the Word of God says... That I should be meditating on things yeah. worthy of praise. As when the second I begin, I begin speaking with my mouth. Whatever the enemy is yeah. trying to put in my brain has to stop. Yeah. Like that—that's one of the greatest ways to hold thoughts captive. Oh man, I'm getting this pain in, in my stomach. Mm-hmm. What, you know, all the, these fears start rising up in my brain. Now the I, with my mouth. Not just in my head. No, I'm going to try to change that. No, with my mouth, I'm yeah. going to stop that thought by saying, no, the word of God says that by his stripes I was healed. Yeah. The word of God says that he took sickness from my midst. The word of God says that he works all things together for the good of those who yeah. love him are now called according to his purposes. So as I begin to speak those things, what's happening is my brain is now following in line right. with with my words. And that's how I make my thoughts. I take those thoughts captive and make them obey Christ yeah. by cha- by letting my mouth speak. I'm not going to let my mouth speak what the enemy's putting in my mind. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to give the enemy satisfaction cuz he can't he can't hear your thoughts. He can just hear your words. 
So if I begin to speak out things contrary to what he's trying to put into my mind, when I'm speaking out the words, he knows instantly, oh, I'm losing. I need to start backing off. Yeah. Because the enemy, <laughs> recognize, the enemy cannot fight against the sword of the spirit. He cannot yeah. fight against the word. That's what Jesus was saying when the enemy was trying to get into his head. Now, the word says this. And what, what happened? The enemy had, the, the Bible doesn't say, and then the enemy kept prodding in that area. Right. Right? The devil didn't say, but are you sure? Because, you know, this, this, if you turn the stone into bread, no, right. no. The second Jesus spoke the word, the enemy had to cease that attack. Yeah. You know, he, he had to stop that attack, so he had to try to do something in another area. Yeah. You know, why? Because with authority and with faith, he said, no, this is what the word says, and I'm going to follow the word. So, so if the enemy's trying to get into your mind, use your words to take those thoughts captive and begin to speak out the word of God. Yeah. Now, the word says this, the word says this, and, and then begin to thank God. Oh, thank you, Lord, that the, your word is true. Your word is good. And you are a, you are a God of your word. Yeah. And if you said it, you're going to do it. Yeah. Amen. It's true. It's, it all goes down to the decisions that we make. See, God yeah. gives options in the kingdom. Yeah. Nothing happens just coincidentally, including breakthrough. It doesn't just happen. It comes when we make a decision to employ the word of God. The word works for those who choose to work yeah. the word. Mm -hmm. So what we've yeah. taken the last hour to do is going through the word and handing keys. Yeah. Here's what the word says how to ensure that you're guarded, yeah. how to ensure that your mind is yeah. protected, how to ensure that you hear from the Lord, how to ensure that you receive what you need in those moments. But it's our decision whether or not we're going to employ them. And I've known this, and I've still done it wrong. And I've let the thing sit, and I've let the thing be there. But here's the thing. Our walk is to grow brighter and brighter. Yeah not darker and darker, not even the same. It's to go higher and higher and higher. So that way, when yeah. a situation comes that looks pressure-filled, we're able to nip it in the bud. We're able to employ the peace of God in a moment. Yeah. And it does, God, here's the thing with God. He's not a God that requires stirring himself up. Yeah. God is ready. <laughs> like God is, is, has made every bit of who he is available to yeah. us. Every single bit, every benefit, every asset of who he is, including his presence and his very character and nature, the person of God himself is available to us yeah. right now. Yeah. But we've got to choose to take him by the hand and say, you know what, Lord, mm -hmm. the way I was trying to do it yeah. has not been working, or at least it has yeah. not been working well. Yeah. Mark, just said, I'm still cracking up on how the message of the importance of thankfulness used to be so boring and difficult to my flesh, but I didn't see that, that it was because I needed it so badly. We need yeah. Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. not as just a holiday yeah. with turkey and potatoes. Mm -hmm. Like we need the weapon of Thanksgiving daily, yeah. daily in our lives mm -hmm. by choice. It happens by choice. Mm -hmm. Like it comes out of us on purpose when mm -hmm. we open our mouths. Yeah. I'm just thinking about turkey and potatoes now. And now I'm, you're thankful. I'm, I'm dwelling on things worthy of praise. Now right you're now. thankful. I am very thankful. You can have <laughs> Thanksgiving every day. You can. And you can, yeah. yeah. And you can have, if you want to, you can have turkey and potatoes every day. But Green bean casserole. Have a great time. Green bean casserole. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Rachel in the back mm -hmm. is on board with that. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, that's kind of, that's been what yeah. we're talking about. Like giving in everything, yeah. give thanks. In everything, give thanks. The situation yeah. doesn't look like I should be giving thanks, but in everything, I'm going to give thanks yeah. anyway. Because God's making a way. God's working it out. God's yeah. good. He's faithful. He's noble. Yeah. And He is good. Yeah. He's always good, all the time. Never stops being good. 
uh, you know, that verse in, in James, you know, very shortly after that, you know, he's talking about concerning a pure joy when you face trials. And then if you have, and if you don't know what to do, ask God, he'll give you the wisdom. Very shortly after that, it, it tells us, my brain just stopped. Oh, every good and perfect gift yeah. comes from above. It says, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived thinking all this horrible stuff is from God. No, don't yeah. be deceived. Recognize this. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the Father of heaven lights in which there is no shifting or shadow of turning. God doesn't change. Mm -hmm. He doesn't stop being good at any point. He's always good yeah. all the time. And he only has good things in store for yeah. you. And that's something to give thanks over. And when you feel like you can't, mm -hmm. God can. Yeah. When you feel like you can't do something, God can. Yeah. Put that in the comments. When I feel like I can't, God can. Yeah. You know, the, it's a verse that the Lord's brought up to me for weeks now. When I feel weak, in those moments, God is made strong. Like God is able to be shown strong. When I'm in a situation where I feel like I can't do it, or I don't know what to do, or I feel so weak, God is able to show himself strong yeah. for my behalf. He is able to be glorified through my weakness, yeah. through the moment where I feel like I can't do it. God is able to then be glorified if I'll yield, yeah. if I'll call on him, if I'll thank him, if I'll praise him, if I'll say, God, I can't, but you can do it through me. Yeah. God is then able to be like, oh, let me show you how well I can do it. Yeah. And he's able to show himself strong, to be glorified through your weakness, through the moment where it felt like you would never be able to get out of it. God is able to provide you a way of escape and be glorified through you, yeah. through that moment. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you can't, God can. Yeah. He can and he will. His word is yes and yeah. amen. Those are his promises. His promises are yes and amen, and they're for you each and every single time. Amen. So if you're watching today and you're and you you might feel like you you've been in a position where yeah. it can have potential to just be overwhelming, yeah. you know, and you're, you're like, you know what? I want to partner. I want to enter into that that goodness yeah. of God. I want to I want to to partner myself with the goodness of God because I might you, you might be be you know what Bear just said. You might be saying, I feel like I can, yeah. but I recognize God can, and I want to partner myself mm -hmm. with with God. I want to partner myself with His faithfulness and with His goodness. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to pray with you, Amen. And, and we're going to believe that as you begin to pray, Ask God, asking God for wisdom, asking God for 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 uh, guidance. As you've been to do that, we're going to pray that God's going to begin to give that that stuff to you because He said very clearly in His Word, if you lack wisdom, He'll give it to you. Yeah. So we're going to believe that God will begin to show you what to do, show you what to say, and above all of that, we're going to give thanks. Mm -hmm. We're going to give thanks and begin to thank God. Yeah. And as we give Him thanks and, and pray to Him, we know that the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our heart yeah. and our minds. The thinking, the, the emotions, He's going to guard it in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So let's pray right now. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I pray a special blessing over every single person within the sound of my voice. God, we just, right now, every single one of us, we choose to put on thanksgiving. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just put, the, put thank you, Lord, in the comments. Thank you, Lord. Give him, give him thanksgiving right now. We thank you, Lord, that your word is so good. That, God, in your word, you said that you work all things together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose 
promises. So, Father, I thank you that right now, God, your promises are yes and amen, and you're working it together. God, you who began a work, I thank you, Lord, you're finishing it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Right now, we just turn our eyes to you. We... we. We fix our our minds on what is good and praiseworthy and of good repute. God, right now we just focus on you and we thank you, Lord. We fix our eyes on you, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And right now we just draw our strength from you. We draw our strength from you, Lord, right now. God, we renew our strength in you. God, your word says that those who who, uh, wait on the Lord will renew their strength. So, Father, right now we thank you that you're renewing our strength right now. Thank you, Father. God, right now, I just pray, Lord, over those who might be facing certain opportunities. God, I pray right now that you will give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. God, let the eyes of their understanding be enlightened so that they can know, God, what you're doing and what you're wanting to do. God, let them yield to you and let you take take over and let you take care of the situation. We cast our cares on you right now, and we thank you, Lord, that that you care for us and that you're working all things together for our good. God, right now, I pray for those who who might not have fully given their lives over to you. I pray, Lord, that you will do a quick work in their lives, and God, that they will that they will uh, they they will fully surrender and yield their lives to you as their Lord and Savior. And if you're watching this right now, I just want you to repeat this after me. Just say, "Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, today, today, I make you the Lord of my life. I make you the Lord." of my life. You call the shots. You call the shots. And I'll be obedient. And I'll be obedient. I believe. I believe that Jesus died for that me. Jesus died for me. And for my mistakes. And for my mistakes. And I believe. And I believe that on the third day. That on the third day. He rose again. He rose again. To give me life. To give me life. To be my Lord. To be my Lord. And today. And today. I choose life. I choose life. And I give my life to and Jesus. And I give my life to Jesus. You call the shots. You call the shots. And I will follow you. And I'll follow you. Baptize me now. Baptize me now with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit and fire. And fire. So that I can do. So that I can do exactly. Exactly what you want me to what do. What you want me to do. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And real quick, Lord, I ask that you unravel every plan of the enemy. Yes, unravel Lord. the things that have seemed complicated. Yes. Unravel them now in Jesus yes, name. Lord. Unravel the firm foundation of the enemy make it shaky, make it completely destroyed. Every weapon formed against the people, the viewers, the partners, and the staff here at What's Right and the volunteers at Lunch Plus, every person who puts their hand to the broadcast, whether they're serving, watching, or partnering in the name of Jesus, every weapon formed against them is exposed, will not prosper, and it's destroyed now in Jesus' name. Everything that made the enemy feel smug, turn it against him now. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. in Jesus' name. Thank Lord, we you. thank you. We thank you that you sit in the heavens and laugh so we can sit here in the earth yeah. and laugh. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank, thank you. you. We thank you that the prideful enemy is about to have a fall so yeah. great. Yeah. So great. He thought we were set up for one. He, he didn't realize he was setting himself up. Mm-hmm. Father, thank you that our people prosper, our people walk in triumph, our people walk in victory, our people walk in hope. They are blessed in Jesus' name.
Amen. 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 Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. If this if this word was on time for yeah. you, I and want we saw to... it in the comments. Like several yeah. people put, it's yeah. on time. It's well, spot praise on. God. Yeah, if it's been on time for you, let us know in the comments, but yeah. also share this broadcast. Yeah. Sh share this word. Spread the word. That's a way that you can sow into this ministry and sow into this broadcast. Because there's, I, I, I have no clue how many millions of people on this earth yeah. are in a position right now where sure. they don't know what to do and they need to hear this word because this is an on-time word so do us a favor sow into this broadcast yeah. by sharing and spreading the word but also if you want to sow financially into this yeah. into this ministry we sow sow this into you we want to bless you we want to minister to you guys and so if you if the lord is leading you to sow into this word. If you're in a position, especially where you're like, yeah. where, you know, this has been very important for you, you know, sow into it to receive the blessing of, of, of this specific particular on-time yeah. word. And we're going to put the lower thirds up on the screen. Um, and if, you, if the Lord's leading you to sow, or if you're just like, I just want to partner yeah. at the leading of the Lord. If I want to partner with this word. I want, I want to sow in faith that this word is going to begin to manifest in my situation. Now, we want to give you an opportunity to do that as well. And you can do that yeah. by going to giveww.org. Facebook, yeah. you can comment, hashtag donate. We got uh, Cash App, Venmo. We got text to give, PayPal, yeah. and uh, cryptocurrency. But all of that you can find at giveww.org. Amen. Abby's putting her hands up saying it's on time for her. Serena said definitely on time for me. Holly said it's spot on. Joni mm -hmm. said it's on time. Yeah. Marky said on time. Mm -hmm. Mr. Will earlier said it's it's an on time, completely yeah. on time. Hannah said it's on time. Like Praise this, God. clearly yeah. the Lord is in this. So Amen. if you would like to partner, Marky just started off for what we can see. She is sewing. If you would like to do that, we invite you to do it. Yeah. As always, the broadcast is free. We want you blessed. Yeah. And this is just an opportunity to ensure that you get blessed because yeah. when you sow, you can't outgive God. Sure. You can't outgive him. He's too big and too good. So when yeah. the whole reason it's set up for us to receive any seed is so that way the grace that's on the ministry can then get to you. The anointing can hop in your boat. Yeah. So over at each seed that's being sown, we I know there's more that are being sown in ways that we can't see. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, bless the seeds abundantly today. Lord, each person who sows into this broadcast, I ask that they be blessed mightily. Let their seed have a mighty return on it. Let it be quick. Let it be quick manifestation, a mighty harvest. And Lord, let it surprise them how strongly you show yourself on their behalf. Lord, let the seed be blessed pressed down, shaken together, running over. Let it return back to them quickly, yes, Lord. quickly, quick, quick, quick in the yes. name of Jesus. Lord, thank you that the grace and the anointing that's on this broadcast, let it be on our viewers and our partners with the word today. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, we thank you for being on with us. We love you. And we are just, we're so excited that God knows exactly what each person needs. See, the Lord knows you. Even nobody messaged Buddy or I this morning saying, talk on this. But God knew and he laid it on our hearts. Yeah. He knows you. He knows what you need, when you need it, and how exactly to get it to you. Mm -hmm. That's why this word was preached. So no matter what comes up the rest of this day, God sees you. He knows you you and he knows how to get his goodness to you 
It's on the way to you now. So just get in reception mode by being thankful. And the Lord is able and he's faithful each and every single time. He's for you today. And so we thank you for being on with us. We're going to hand it over to Abigail, who's going to wrap up today. And we'll be back tomorrow. We love you. Hey guys, once again, make sure that you like and share this video. I don't know if you know, but seriously, every time that you like a video, every time that you share it, it genuinely helps get this word out, get this video out to more people, not just your friends, but all the algorithms, all the science. It says, hey, people like this video. Well, let's show more people. Let's recommend it to more people. That's how it works. So you are seriously helping us by simply sharing the video, by liking it, and by hitting the subscribe button on YouTube. That really, really does help. But we wanna let you know a few things. First off, we will be back to have just some more fun with you tomorrow at 11.30 to a great Friday. Guys, Fridays are one of my favorite days. I love them. You aren't going to want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow at 11.30. But also, August 22nd through the 27th, Brother Ted Sr. will be here. Brother Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. will be here doing a tent meeting in Albemarle. And guys, miracles are going to happen. It is going to be absolutely wonderful and we want to see you there. So we're letting you know now so you can plan accordingly, plan out your schedule, how you can get here because we want to see you here. It is going to be phenomenal. But also exciting news, this doesn't normally happen, but August 22nd, Brother Ted will be at Boomerang Church in the morning for our Sunday morning service. He'll be here and speaking. It's going to be amazing. We would love to have you here as well. We want to personally invite you right now to Boomerang Church, August 22nd for Brother Ted Shellsworth Sr. It's going to be great. But until then, we'll see you tomorrow at 1130. Bye.